more, but this is good. Yeah. I right, go so, ahead. Louis Vuitton culture. Go. Oh, so uh, well, so I was going to talk about the rap culture, right? So this is rap culture that talks about like supporting your own and supporting you know black owned businesses or whatever, right? But it's funny because now, now I, I asterisk, right? Those are usually from the more backpacking, thought provoking type of people, right? While the main rap com- community, they they may say support black, but they don't, right? The main actually the main rap community don't really do anything good for the black community, right? They don't. They don't, man. From the lyrics they spit, they, they spit, but then also throwing out what type of bags or things. Because when you listen to a lot of it, right, the mainstream rap community, they're talking about getting you a Gucci bag or a Louis Vuitton bag or or oh, what was the other one? A Ferragamo, right? Which is another brand, right? Which I, I'm learning about all this. I don't know any of it. I'm just like, okay, this is all brand new, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like, they talk about that, and it creates this whole like desire to get that, and not only from just the the black community, right? Because I don't know why, but I, when I see people decked out in Gucci, it looks tacky to me, right? Um, but also to the other cultures that like rap music but don't necessarily go with everything that goes with it right like oh you know you, you got a louis bag like you know you know how many women say that like having a bag is is for show and it's obviously to showcase a certain style you know it's like but for a man like if you got a, a a wallet it's like well you don't get to see it that much you know having a louis vuitton wallet you don't see it while a bag is on a girl's it's an accessory it's a, a showcase a, a high-end accessory you know but yeah i, I feel like a lot of the black the black communities are rappers they they talk about it but they're not really doing anything to put um money into uh black fashion designers you know although asterisk virgil ended up being the first um african-american designer for louis vuitton which is a big deal you know these mainly uh european french designers you know what i'm saying and it seems like if it's if it has a french name on it it's going to have a higher, I guess, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Maybe I said that right. To it, right? A higher level to it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the same in cooking. Like certain, like the, the knives that you showed me, and then all of a sudden when I look at different knives, it's like when they talk about good quality knives, it seems to be Japanese-based knives. Right? It all seems to be like Japanese steel, Japanese this, right? So when it comes to high-end fashion, it has to be for the most part uh, of Paris design, you know, like something some from France. European you know? and shit, like Italian European. or French. Yeah, account, yeah like, like for leather, it's Italian, right? Ooh, feel this. I know, why or, is that? Uh, or French. Uh, I mean, it, it's like, good you know, marketing. anything starts a name, good marketing, well, good yeah. exclusivity, all this other stuff, man. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I just looked, I just found out about this other company it was a leather company. Uh, is it Herman Edwards or no? That's a coach, I think. Oh yeah, Herm Edwards <laughs> from the Jets. What? Nice, doing well for uh, himself. Something, uh, uh, something Edwards. Okay, okay. Uh, but uh, I checked it out yesterday. Um, and so I was check, I was checking it out, and I was like, I'm, I'm, I I don't know the brand, but I was like, this looks very very. Um, 
cool, right? I was like, mm. and the guy was talking about the leather or whatever, and he's like, yeah, we're like the subtle flex. You, you know, their 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 boots or their shoes are around like three fifty to four hundred, right? Now you can go higher for certain certain um, leather brands. But I was looking at it, like it's kind of cool, and then we just got into like the different grains of leather, right? Like you have a cowhide leather that's thicker that has like this, uh, like harder to break in, but once it breaks in, it's very long lasting, you know? But uh, where, where I was going with that is just that there's there's other flexes that go on, but most people are only knowing about the super high end flex. There's other great quality stuff that sits in between and you know it's good quality. It's not to sit there and say the Louis Vuitton or Gucci are not good quality, is that there's certain things that might have slightly better quality, but less of a name, you know? Mm. You know, that's like the way you're describing it, it feels like how back in the days trying to find like a song or a, a brand or, or some type of clothing that motherfuckers ain't got. <laughs> you got to say like, oh, you don't yeah, even know yes, about this. Yes. You're like, what? It's like that Kanye line. Like, uh, I just bought that shit. So you ain't up on this. Yeah, right? you ain't up on this. What is that? Yeah. Why yeah, do we oh, do that? This is doo-doo cologne or whatever, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, doo-doo cologne, bro. You ain't up on this. I, I mean, since we talk about high fashion and we talk about, you know, Kanye the GOAT, what do you think about his uh, fashion line so far? Just maybe from the either the Gap side or the fucking uh, the Adidas side. Um, I don't, I'm not really into it, you know. Um, but I, what I believe in, in Kanye is people are going to hate him, but guess what they're going to do? He, he is an icon in himself, man. Like, people will say whatever, um, but they will definitely follow him. They'll buy their stuff. They'll, they'll, they'll buy a shirt that has holes in it and, and pay $150 for it or whatever, you know? Um, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't necessarily like the design. I'm, I'm going more towards, I'm trying to go, to, still, and I'm still trying to find it because even some stuff I have, it's like, this still doesn't align as one, you know? Like I'm either too baggy on some stuff and obviously each brand has a different fit and finish to it. Like as far as like the, the material to the sizing, right. But I'm still trying to find mine. I'm, but I would say I'm more of a, like, I want to find things that are timeless classic design that will last a while, you know, mm. like certain things like a nice, nice fitted suit you know, a black tie suit or whatever. But then they also say might as well get a navy get a navy suit because it's uh it can go multiple ways, right? Very you can flexible. Formal, or you can dress you can dress it down. You can wear it with black shoes or you can wear it with brown shoes. That's true. You know? Very versatile now, piece of people, clothing. People are now wearing um people are now more so wearing uh brown shoes with, with black suits, which is um a little bit different than what I'm used to seeing, but I guess that's the new, you know, fashion changes. Like, like yeah. we, 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 like, I kind of sometimes think back at it, like, I, I probably was a fashion dude, you know, like we, like, think about this. We were wearing our shorts outside our sweatpants, yeah. which was not, not like, usually you wear your shorts inside your sweatpants. We were wearing it outside. Not that it was something new. It was something we were doing and other people can't couldn't get away with it Something but we were we were transcending a, a style that's what it is you know what i'm saying that's high-end fashion right there that's high-end fashion right like, <laughs> go ahead and wear those holy underwear like it's not holy no it's uh distress 
uh, distressed. Yeah, it's strange how that that is such a, a finicky thing, like the idea of fashion. Because then there's like high, high fashion, you know, that shit on the runway. You know, I don't know what that is, but I don't think that's ever going to make it on the streets. And it usually doesn't, I don't think. And then then there's the fashion no, you see on the street. Yeah. Then there's street fashion where it's like, okay, depending on whatever it is that you're, whatever your, you know, whatever matrix you're plugged into or reality, yeah, true, that true, will be the high value. Come out soon. Uh, midnight. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, I mean, that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, maybe it's just whatever you're plugged into. Because motherfuckers that like the, I don't know, you know, there's like some weird brands out there that we have no idea what they are. And they're super expensive or super high fashion. And I'm like, I've never even heard. Like, John Varvatos. You ever heard of that? No, I thought that was somebody I actually knew, but uh, John <laughs> Barbados, no. I, I don't know if that's the like, actual name or some shit. I, I had no idea what this brand was, and I remember uh, I got introduced or I've seen it, and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I could kind of see it. it. It's cool in a weird way. There's a certain type of branding to it, but it was, you know, very, I, I want to say, uh, I'll probably fuck this up uh, for all the John Barbados fans, I guess. Uh, it's like, uh, it seemed at the time for an older type of uh, audience you know it's like uh, i don't know what the that would be back in our day that was a hip brand for like motherfuckers like us now you know what i'm saying because there has yeah. to be different bands that are appealing to a different generation so for us for sure, for sure. That, yeah so that sounds like okay um yeah that was just some some interesting just, no, no that's what i'm saying like even like like the company but like the the company that i just looked it up it was called allen edmonds is the brand of uh leather store right okay when I was looking at it, I was like, it looks like a solid quality. Um, probably not a lot of stuff I would wear because uh, the fit may not be designed for me. I'm more tapered. Like sometimes I like tapered stuff and then sometimes I like loose. But so I was looking at them. I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. You know, and then people were going into the whole leather brand. But there are, there are like these brands, like I, I, we talked about Cutco knives on, on, on here, right? And that's a knife I know of because my mom got it. Mm-hmm. But when I'm looking around, and obviously every brand is going to talk about how they are this or that. And mm-hmm. especially when I start to hear, read reviews on knives, every knife company is saying that they're one of the sharpest and long lasting. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this, is this like, do they go around and actually have someone who proves it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or is this just a, a blanket statement? Like the sharpest knives around. Wait, is there a test that they do yearly yeah. that's that determine that this is the sharpest knife? I mean, if that was the case, Ginsu knives are undefeated because Ginsu knives used to chop copper and then you dice a tomato right after. Like, what? Right. You can right, cut a pipe right. and a tomato. You, you, you can cut through leather. Remember how like how tough ass leather? Like, ah, I'm getting two knives because the rigid uh, leather would create like a saw level, right? Yeah. Which is another thing I was looking at, which is like, like I said, I go overboard on a lot of things. We went from fashion, but when I was looking up knives, they were talking about on the knives that you showed me the 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 mac knives right and how it has a and and it has a hole in it so the hole Mm. in between the knife is so that fruits and vegetables or certain things don't stick to the knife Mm, but they also called it i I think it might be damascus or whatever they call Mm -hmm. it something else in japan where they have the the design so it doesn't stick to the knife Ah. and how they and how they they, uh they found it out because one of the things was somehow it came up on YouTube because they're always the algorithm, right? I don't sound like an old man, but the algorithm, <laughs> right? The algorithm uh, was was talking about why Japanese knives are so, so expensive and how they go about 
the the process. One thing I've definitely learned is anything that's Japanese has it's kind of like French, right? It just has that extra twenty percent added yeah. to the value, you know. It's strange, I but it is tried and true. That's what's strange. It's like uh, okay for for, for Japanese stuff, right? Uh, Toyota comes to mind. Toyota is synonymous yeah. with oh, there's like still you know eighty you know, 1980 something Toyota's driving out there still on, I don't know how much mileage, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's just one example of certain things. And you have a tendency to notice a lot of stuff that is, you know, produced there does have a tendency to be a, a certain quality of build for certain things, obviously fashion. Certain things, yeah. Is, there's, uh, I don't know what there's, uh, I would agree with you. European fashion has that moniker to it. Um, but with fashion, yeah. it's a little harder to distinguish uh, what makes one better than the other. Um, and then, yeah, with knives, same thing, like what you were talking about, the, the Japanese thing, it goes along side with, you know, uh, craftsmanship, like the Damascus seal thing. That is like the idea of pressing steel in such a fashion where it's like, I don't know, 60 something layers or some shit. And it's just pressed and it kind of imprints in almost like a wood style, uh, you know, yeah. like finish. And which is very sexy and knowing the history you're not knowing the history, but just kind of understanding of how it looks and why it looks like that and the craftsmanship behind it. That's why knife, you know, knives end up becoming somewhat of like a, you know, if you get into it like that, some collecting shit, you know what I mean? Like anything else, you know, like motherfuckers that collect watches, knives, same deal. Cause there's a lot of knives out there and especially now. So if you think that, you know, like the, the knives that are branded and the knives that are out there, there's a whole nother world where now there's just all custom. Like there's dudes just doing custom knives and uh, a lot of American made ones. Um, you know, they kind of took in a lot of those techniques and transferred it over and just doing very artisan, like one-offs or s just specific type things, you know, crazy. Well, like, 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 like not only were you talking about knives, but like it went down a whole nother uh, rabbit hole. And I want to get back to knives, but went down a rabbit hole of, uh, what is it not? Wagyu beef, right? Mm. And how Wagyu beef is like, they're talking about like a, a cow that's a Wagyu cow is like $30,000, right? Mm. Well, normal average cow is like $3,000, right? Mm. So it was talking about Wagyu and how they feed it. And now because of how expensive it is in Japan and the, the, the whole quality to it, other places have learned how they did it and are creating more cow with, with marbling which is really how they kind of feed it. They feed it certain things and they keep fattening it up. They kind of, like, it's, it's weird. I mean, well, whatever. It depends on how you look at it. It's kind of weird because what they're doing is they're literally fattening it up to get killed, right? So they're eat, feeding it certain things that are high grain and fat or whatever, right? And so it creates the marbling of it or whatever. And so you can get, and, and from my understanding, that's what causes uh, a, a good steak for the most part is the marbling of, the meat and the tenderness of the of the cow right so they're also coming up with different techniques because one thing i'll definitely say with with americans right and and things in america is like you give us the idea and we'll use technology against it to try to come up with a way to try to make it better or more efficient you know what i'm saying like so. the, uh, doesn't mean it's going to be better they'll just try to get, say this is good enough or whatever but they're mm -hmm. showing different ways of how they're making wagyu beef with different grains of stuff that they're mixing together to give it a different flavor to it but mm -hmm. uh but to go back to knives um yeah one of the things i was i was seeing on the knife too is like sometimes they do things with the knife to where they they put the steel but in the in the, in the middle of the steel is more soft steel 
so it doesn't break as easily. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that. that. I don't know. Uh, so, I, I'm pretty sure I've come across certain ones like that. I can't recall, but yeah, the processes are very interesting in, in what they say and do. Um, and then like, and then it becomes a philosophy thing again. It's like, yo, do you want American made? Do you want imported? Japanese is definitely a, a step a, above. It's like having a, you know, like any other thing, like, oh, having a, you know, like a wallet that is specifically this from this country because I know the quality is there and I trust the branding and, you know, there's that whole deal. And that's how knives are too. You're kind of like, uh, it's a lot of it for me is just feel. It's just feel. And to be yeah. honest, it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll really cut with anything because I'm not in that mold of, I like quality shit, but this, I, I still got my like school knives. And then I've, I picked up a couple along the way. Uh, I have some nice pieces, uh, some some nice ones, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up getting another one pretty soon, just because I like, you know, crafting and quality. But yeah, a lot of it's just philosophy. No, that's, that's, how, that's how I feel. That's how I feel with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you know, like look, I'm in the I'm in the shoes, you know. Like I went back, man, and I need to actually probably send you this picture. But um, the one time I'm actually happy that I uh, decided to not throw away. Some shoes, especially in today's time, because mm-hmm. my mom was like, my mom was like, oh, you want to keep these shoes? And most times, I'm like, these shoes are falling apart. But I need to send you these, man, because you would understand. I sent you, I sent you shoes. Which ones are these? Hold up. Oh shit! Dang, bro, those are the mids and high tops. These are the, I want to say more mids of mids, the dunks, yeah. but they're, oh, they were those, the 2000 yeah. dunk, the Olympic dunks, right? And they're like, they're elfing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I put them on, I was like, these are these still kind of last. They still, like, I can, and the funny thing is right now with the style right now, people are like, yo, with the, like, right now what's deep or what's cool is like rustic, like, kind of rusted look in general like aged mm-hmm. things right mm-hmm. like shoes are coming out now with the yellowing because people like the aging of stuff and how it looks right <laughs> and, so then, and then I, I remember when somebody told me many years ago was like or not many years ago, i was listening to youtube and a guy said jordan ones look better when they're used and abused and they start to look like like this right mm-hmm. and yeah. so I, I put them on i was like i kind of like them beat up right now you know having everything nice on you but then your shoes are beat up but then i like it's still kind of still there. So when yeah. I did, so when I did wear it at the mall, the guy was like, "Yo, man, those are so dope, man! Did you did you age them?" I was like, "No, nah, they are that old." <laughs> That's all I said. I was like, "Did that you old, age man. them? What the fuck? Yeah. That is so I crazy." Like, uh, I was like, "No, they're just that old, you know." That is strange. I think we're but, just heading into a weird time <laughs> as people. Like we're like, "What?" Well, it's just de- it's it's definitely different for us right now because we're like. Okay, we're what's something that you think like, that we did back then that is just as like strange now thinking back? I mean, I mean like the triple XL t-shirts. That boom, like, there the you hell? go. Boom. boom. <laughs> or 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 a headband for no fucking reason. We're wearing headbands and, and wristbands for no fucking reason. Hey, Not everybody plays basketball. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You just got an 80s workout shot? You know uh, and why was everybody wearing wristbands for real? Everybody had no, a wristband. No, man. Yeah, everybody had a wristband. What are you doing? You ain't getting buckets, dude. Like, for no reason, right? Oh, like, shit. And, or, 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 like, 
wearing wearing basketball jerseys backwards for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that shit. With the player, like, and and now the kids love that. Not that style, but they call it like Y2K. Like Y2K clothes are just a little bit baggy. Is that what's in right now? now? That's 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 the style. I, kids, I don't know. Yeah, anything. for the kids. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like Air Force ones, beat up, whatever. You know, little baggy shoes or whatever. Fuck it, a man. That is so Some crazy. Baggy, baggy clothes, yeah. but not like baggy like like we wore, where it was like super baggy but looser clothes, <laughs> not form. You know, because we like sometimes I look back at it, I was like, why was I wearing a size thirty eight? Like, uh, why are we wearing a garbage bag? Like, <laughs> exactly. Look at looking like Missy Elliott. I can't stand the rain. What are we doing, dude? Like, what the- <laughs> that is so strange. It's cool though. I have to admit, it's just it's funny because of you know being far removed from you know the the generation of now. Uh, it's just interesting our take on it because you know motherfuckers like us, the kids be like these these old fucks, <laughs> these fucking dummies. Uh, that is who yeah. we are. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they look at us like, oh, you guys are weird. You guys are dumb or whatever. It's like, look at what you're wearing. That's from us. That's what I'm saying. Look what you're listening yeah. to. That's they're the they're mud, at invisible right? right now. They're at the, they're like at uh, star level. They feel like they got that. They feel like yeah, that's yeah. where they're they're invincible right now. So you can't tell them yeah. shit. Yeah, tell no, me and, nothing. Yeah, and I was and I'm, I'm at an age where I'm just like, yeah, you go. It's your guys' turn. You know, like yeah. it's our turn to do other things, right? It's our turn to be like, okay, mm-hmm. we're getting in the age where we're in between, right? What I mean by that is like we're getting established. We're about to get into usually financially people say around like 40 to 50 is where you make m- most of your money. Now we're getting into the part where we will be determining what things are going on. You know what I'm saying? Because we're getting into the power, the, the age of, of power and finance. You know what I'm saying? That's true. We will be the majority voting, you know, class supposedly in the, the next generation to kind of or, or, or the, put things or, in or swing. Usually not, not to sit there and say the youth don't, don't have weight. They do make moves, but we're going to be in the, we're going to get to the age where we have the financial power to make moves mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Where we're like, ah, nope. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's exactly. So that's what I think we're just going through. That's why I like every, our universe, we're going back to the matrix metaverse universe stuff. What yeah. universe we're in, it's only specific to us. Like shit, ain't no one thinking about that, but amongst ourselves in a peer set. Now, generational wise, it's hard hard to determine, but there is something to be said about motherfuckers around the same age range are experiencing, you know, varying degrees of the same thing, whether it be through a social construct or not. But it's fascinating because there's nothing to reference. You know, the, the motherfuckers ahead of us had their own shit and they're just really not into talking about their shit. <laughs> they're just like, ah, whatever. I don't know. I don't even fucking remember. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. <laughs> or gate, gatekeeping in a way. Well, well, like our generation is in between the gatekeepers and sharing of information. Yeah. You See, that's what's strange. It's like, what do we do with the next generation right now? You're like, well, shit, they're going to be more equipped. So you just and we're still trying to figure it out. So it makes you think, oh, the motherfuckers right now who are way older. Oh, they still trying to figure it out too. <laughs> like, oh, they're just in the oh, yeah. Everybody's way. trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Everybody trying like like I mean, like ask ask a, a older person about Bitcoin and like, I don't understand. Just like they didn't understand the internet. Yeah. Right? There was them doubters. Like, I don't understand this yeah. thing called Bitcoin. <laughs> and it's like, that's cool. That's cool. You know, it's just the fad. And that's the one thing I usually hate. It's like, it's just the fact it's been going on for the last eight years. It's no longer just the fad. Yeah, You're going to have to accept that. The, <laughs> the internet right? was that for a long. Yeah, it's like, no. 
That like, shit's not gonna last. Around, <laughs> yeah, like when something stays around that long, it's it's no longer a fad, dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I think fad, it just fad is yeah. like a pog. Like yes. Pog. <laughs> like, how long did that last? A year. A year. It For got now, and it was not like For now. Yeah. That shit will no, no, come the, back. The pogs are coming back. Yeah. The pogs are coming back because this generation literally bites everything we do, and that's cool. They just don't want to give us the credit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you're talking about the disc, right? The, so the pogs were the yeah the, okay uh, cool. Well, you had the slammer, and you had like like yeah. paper or like a cardboard. Uh, you had the little stack pog, thing, right? little stack like yeah, a little yeah. stack. And it was like, and they banned it because they considered gambling. Because we would like you know people would come in, <laughs> and still look old kids, bat my pogs now, bitch, right? Like, and then take someone else and someone will go home with no no pogs. See, I thought you were talking about pogs, like pawg. <laughs> I was like, oh yes, that is also vintage. No, that is Pogs, right? We're talking about the same thing. Oh, is it? Okay, okay, okay. You're, you're, you're talking about the one with the slammer and the, and the like, they used to call yes. it bottle caps, I think, or uh, yes. whatever. Yeah. So, bottle caps, there you go. Yes. Nice. I was like, bottle caps? And then I started doing research about that even back in the day. So but see, that's what bus, I'm saying. Like, fuck, did, this the, ha- did that happen library? to the generation before us? Like, how we ran through toys. Like, we had toy apocalypse, I think, in our generation. Like, we did. I'm so it's mad insane. I didn't get a Teddy Ruxpin for my mom. But it was like there was something new literally like every what like month maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It felt like there was so many toys. And well, good ones too. Like there were some good fucking toys out there. Clearly yes, because but, everybody's looking for them still. Well, and I, and I want to say in fairness your 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 father but your your kids not of the age of the toys yet, right? Uh, so I think it's the same now but you may not see it right now. You know what I'm saying? Good point. Good point. I think what I'm thinking is because of the internet and how we can see what our generation kind of values in a weird way where, you know, baseball cards is synonymous with a certain generation versus us where it's like, motherfuckers got like shoes, motherfuckers got, uh, you know, all weird collector's item stuff. Now there's a whole other world of, you know, motherfuckers. Yeah. But even that generation had collectors. They had bats, they had cards, they had comics. Like I, I, I Ooh, only yeah, knew yeah, about yeah. the I only I only knew about um the death of Superman is because my dad bought the whole series leading up to that. Right. Damn. And he had like he my dad was actually my dad had the original Spider-Man when he was a kid. Oof. Right. And then and then I have all his records, what I'm glad I have still, right? But my dad had the original Spider-Man and then his father, because he didn't understand, just like any other generation, like yeah. You know, you're gonna get to a point where you don't understand what your 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 son is gonna gonna be doing, right? Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? And then you're you may not agree with it, may not like it, right? Well, his dad was like, get rid of this and threw away his comics. Oh. He literally had the first Spider-Man. I remember hearing my dad said that, and what, I I remember that because he said I had the first Spider-Man and my dad threw away, and that that made me not want to collect comics anymore. It, it made me not want to be in the comic world. Oh yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, just so like you got to look at my dad. Like it was 1963 when Spider-Man was announced, right? Something so you're like looking. It, it was he was about eight years old. Oof. You know, my dad was born in 1955, so you're about eight years old, and you got the first Spider-Man around that time. You, or it could be a little bit older, and he bought it at a, you know, at a collection. But yeah, but still, in the you know, yeah, because because this was in like 91. Around 1990 or nine, yeah, around 90 is when I started to get into comic comics, comics and that's part part partially from 
uh, the comic cards that they had around that time. Mm-hmm. Tops. And then partially, huh? Tops. Tops had some Top comic cards. Yeah, yep. yeah, the comic cards and collecting that and then reading the back of it and learning people's powers. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had a Thanos one. I was like, who the hell is Thanos? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't, right? And I had a Thanos one. I was like, who is Thanos? And then came the X-Men TV series. And that just, that just destroyed my world. Yeah. That destroyed my world. So you're like, Dude, it was so good. Because I literally had to first spawn. Oh, yeah. Hey, I. And I was, I was an idiot because I, you know, you're being a, a, a goody two shoes. It had some cuss words in it. And I felt weird. I think maybe my dad got that for me. Right. Oh, and shit. I traded it for a Wolverine comic. Hey, Wolverine's nice. Wolverine's classic. Yeah, and I and I remember thinking to myself like, as I got an older, it was like around ninety seven. Like I literally had the first Spawn comic. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I let that go. Yeah, I think my brother still has it. For sure, he still has it. I know he does. Yeah, that shit. That's a good comic though. Fuck, it was like Spider Man and Punisher put together. Because I remember <laughs> he gave he 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 like put the middle finger right, and he had this like bomb. Like, like whatever he had on his finger was like a bomb device that he flipped it and then Come it on, went up man. and blew someone up. Come on, Dude. man. Come on, man. Jamie Foxx going to play him. Is Jamie Foxx going to play him in like the newest version? Jamie Foxx. Maybe, like, maybe. Or Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. Who yeah. plays him? Michael B. Jordan? Play Spawn? I, I, I rather, I rather have Jamie Foxx right now. I'm like Michael B. Jordan now. Like, I'm, I'm like, please don't, don't worry, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, it's it's kind of like Kevin Hart right now. Ah. It's like Kevin Hart right now. <laughs> hate, 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 hate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's hella funny though. Let me see. I, I just want to see if I if I was right. There's like what 97. No, I meant like the Spawn comic. Um. Because like I, I just that's what I remember. Uh oh oh. I Spawn was good. <laughs> Spawn was good. Spawn was Spawn was good, man. Like that was that was one of the that was one that's like that was a very interesting and then you know then finding out I didn't know, but then finding out he was a black character, you know, which is like a big deal in, in comics at that time, just like I'm I don't know if there's a Filipino character yet, but you know, I'm sure you know they're gonna make a Manny Pacquiao. But uh, it's crazy. Character. So when okay, so the interesting part about Spawn is Spawn used to be the the '90s uh, artist um, Todd McFarlane, I believe, is yeah. the artist, and he branched off along with a bunch of other artists um, to create Image Comics, like Rob Liefeld, yes. Walt Pertazio, I think. Uh, Jim Lee, maybe I think was on that too. So they were doing all the '90s X-Men yes. shit, the good shit, you know. Like the the cartoon was based off of I think Jim Lee's drawings or some shit, right? Um. Anyways, so they all went to do their own. Jim thing. Lee's a beast. Draw. Oh, uh, come on, man. Come still, on. Still, he was still one of the best. If I for me, for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. But they all have their own like little little style. But um. But anyways, back to the thing. So there was uh Spawn. Obviously, was the one of the bigger. Uh, names to come out of that comic book series but there was also one uh, a series called wetworks and it was about these dudes uh this like you know like special forces unit that uh got consumed by like a, a symbiote like a kind of like the carnage and venom idea uh, yeah. but it was like a, it was like a gold one and then it was kind of like uh you know they were all encapsulated in gold and some you know shit went down uh, but there was a filipino character in there named grail and he had two like 
almost like a light blue. The, the chromograph thing? Yeah, uh, like he had two sticks and they were like oh, wait, blue wait, sticks and shit. He had the mask. Yeah. He was so ill. Chromograph is Israeli, right? I think so. It was uh, Arnis, like the thing. Oh, yeah, Arnis, right? And then you have also Eskrima, isn't it? The Phil- yes. Filipino Eskrima, right? yeah. Arnis and Eskrima. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Man. Yeah, so he was a comic book character. Worldly, That's what I'm saying. Hey, dude, he, he was a Filipino character in a comic book uh, thing, and it was Image Comics as well. Same thing with uh, Spawn. So two groundbreaking characters, and this is in the 90s. So, and that is dead center right at our path of, you know, uh teenage to you know teenage youth shit this is fascinating you know what i mean to for that to be supplanted in history at least how i see it and how at that time it was so uh like breaking out of the mold you know what i mean it was like oh we're tired of marvel and dc like we're just gonna do our own thing and it was unprecedented at the time because both of those brands had like heavy heavy brands you know dc being the og ones yeah but well, yeah, because like at that time, right when I when I look back at it, it was uh, what I didn't know was going on was they they spawned off because they didn't have enough creative control, and they didn't also get credit. Like they do all these things, but they didn't get to own the characters. There's some weird thing where they didn't, like even now there's issues right now where people are talking about the people who wrote the original Infinity War or Endgame. They're not or Infinity War are not getting credit for the the spawn off of the movies, right? Ah. And, and the asterisk part of that though is because. There was that lawsuit for I think uh, Dicko's family, Steve Dicko, and and some other people. Uh, not Dicko, but there's there's another dude who created who created the Eternals mm, and uh, that that whole design, right? Uh, Jack Kirby, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. These people, these people designed it, but what's going on is their family's not getting a lot of credit, and so they're trying to call these put these these characters, right? Mm-hmm. But the the asterisk part was is that when you work under a company. Like, say if I figured out a way to cure cancer and I was working for the Navy, because Navy I was that working shit. for the Navy, <laughs> the Navy owns that, right? Yep. Because you're contracted under that, you yep. know? Marvel owns that, all that shit, yep. Yeah, and so, and so, because uh, I, I remember hearing that with the with the Marvel story, and there was, like, a lot of people were like, we're done, we got to go somewhere else, and then that's how it's Image. And Image is funny because they are, and, and just, like, kind of like Family Guy, right? And what I'm saying is, like, the Family Guy is a TV show right as a cartoon tv show they remember they were they they came out back in 1999 right i think they lasted about a year or two and then people deemed it too ridiculous or whatever that it got canceled but then it became like a pop culture so big that it came back okay following yeah cult following but they pushed the limits of cartoons right Ren and Stimpy a little bit too, because when you go back and watch Ren and Stimpy, you're like, "Yo, these oh, guys are out of pocket." Yeah. Um, but like, so then you see how other cartoons start to react. So why I say this is because Image Comics was more brutal. You had titties there, you had blood, all this stuff, right? Then com- comics like DC start to follow suit. Marvel didn't until more recently, you know. But DC was willing to, you know, like have a little bit more brutality, especially with someone like, like Batman, you know. But when I look at images from their character, just like, what is it? Uh, the one, uh, in- Invincible. Did you watch oh, that yeah. on Amazon? Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. So Invincible is was pretty dope. I mean, it's, it's pretty much there. It's it, it's an image comic, uh, uh, character, right? 
but it's the, essentially it's it's a, a, a Superman without the. No, I think he has laser beams. But like it's, essentially, it's, it's Superman, you know, and so like, but it's a little bit more brutal. It's, it's I, I actually I suggest that you watch it because it's it's actually kind of funny too, like so brutal but funny. We have image, but then you also forget that image also does one of the I, I this show fell off to me one of the biggest shows for a while walking dead oh shit that's right yeah that was mm-hmm. uh, i forget i forget that is crazy but i mean that that show just kind of it became you know you got to milk it for everything unfortunately yeah, right now it's like i'm just like yeah because they look they start they found it in 1992 in portland Oregon in his comics whoa yep founders todd mcfarley jim lee Rob Linefield, exactly what you said. All the Eric Larson, Eric Larson, all yeah. some of the 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 top top people. Top I fucking think, I illustrators. Think Jim Lee, yeah, yeah. Jim Lee is one of my favorite. I think Jim Lee started to go back to. I think he went back to DC now. He's because that's mm-hmm. when I was at Comic Con. He was speaking about art and and how he he was drawing more of the new Batman stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. his his artistic style, and one of the reasons why I think I'm, I was into drawing and art was because of comics too. Oh, for sure. And that's what's a weird thing is because the introduction to anything art at that time, comics, I mean, even though that is essentially what they were, that that's a spinoff of like old, you know, fucking those comic strips, you know, that you get in the newspaper. It went from that to fucking Jim Lee, Todd McFarlane, like, you know, like, whoa, that's a very, that's a long ways away. You know what I mean? And to see it and how it's expressed. I mean, it's only now you're seeing it, I think, becoming like a thing where i think when we were consuming it it was just so unique at the time like being an illustrator for like a comic like oh this is like science fiction this is fantasy but you're just drawn like it's just in the way they did it in the style you're like oh it's definitely an american version of anime type shit you know what i mean because it has those portions and it's kind of the look but it's so unique you know what i mean yeah comics it's funny because like i think a lot of people when we're growing up people dogged on people on comics but you know, there was at the time you were either had an intellectual side to you to read comics because a lot of it, even though you may not have known, a lot of it is had some out there science based on it. Like, think about this not even just think about like science based, but one of the most powerful mutants is Professor X, right? And as we grow into our, 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 you know, into this life, right? One of the major things people talk about a lot is controlling your mind, right? And so when I look back at it, they were kind of telling you that if you can control your mind, you control anything from someone like like uh, Professor X, you know? One of the most powerful people anywhere, right? Some of the, the best people are people who can manipulate you. Why? Because they're in your head, right? And, you, and, and these were subtle things that they were saying back then, you know? You can control your mind, you can control your thoughts, you can do anything. You know, Professor X at at one point can control anyone, Mm -hmm. right? Now, the idea of, like, looking up and researching, like, Magneto, the magnetism, he can control so many things around the world. Like, that's all science-based stuff, man. It's crazy. It's kind of crazy, you know? Or even Batman, where they talked about art imitates life, life imitates art. Two, two, Two characters that are two shows or two entities that that kind of um, probably pushed technology forward 
Star Trek and Batman. Batman had devices, you know, that you can that he can talk into, had certain things, and people would cr- figure out how to create that. You know, like the first he said that the first Bluetooth was was designed off of Star Trek and their wireless device, their ear. And I think all of this technology was back in the days already. To be honest, I think this shit I, I don't know how you think about it. It was already there. He, he, I mean, think about he, it. Like, it's, how it's creative like, so you got to be. Like Transformers, right? It's like Transformers. Like, some, some alien entity came in here, and all we did was reverse engineer, and so we got it better and better every time. Some, some to that effect. I mean, Transformers is one thing. I'm thinking, like, giant something. There's some kind of giants out there. Yeah, or were big people. And then they're either in hiding or went back down, or, you know, we took them out or whatever happened to them. That's what I'm thinking. That's what, because it seems weird how creative you got to be from an idea standpoint to just like, and I get it. Don't get me wrong. Mine's very powerful. I think that's how we're even at this point. So it's not to say that. It's just some of these things you're like, yo, how did this come about? How, how did you? I don't feel smart like that. Like whoever's behind this is really like, hey, where did you concept that? Like, <laughs> How did you just give me some rundown of how you achieved this thought? Because <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could think I'm smart, but really, I'm just using smart shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to make this microphone. Like, I can't be like, hey, I'm going to go be in the woods and then uh, have a hatchet. Yeah. And then I'll try to email you as soon as I figure out how to build a computer from scratch. Like, <laughs> Well, I'm not going to sit there and say that's not the option or that doesn't happen but what i would say is i I think that what happens is that we are we are our generation in our time we're smart but not smart at the same time right we are we have way more knowledge about a lot of things for the most part whilst while most of the time we are not focused on just one thing when you look back at people back then they had nothing but time to focus on that distractions were out right Mm. like we are highly distracted by so many things right if you have a strong mind you can learn a lot faster using the internet right and some people will until they get bored right you, like but like again in, in the last three weeks just maybe i'm patting myself on the back in the last three weeks when i started to talk about food look at what i've talked about already about the possible knives and the the, the history of that you know true but i got one for you then how about this maybe we are too distracted and maybe the generation before us just knew different things like how to change their oil and how to cook and how to farm and how to survive off the land and shit like that. Like shit that we definitely don't, a lot of our generation is kind of removed from, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I could barely butcher like a whole cow, let alone a whole pig, you know, if I caught one or if I raised one, you know, I could do chickens all day. Uh, pig i think i still got the i i kind of know how to maneuver around beef would be a little tougher but i mean to me i was like yo those at, at certain points i think were very i think even now i think those are high valued skill sets uh sure you know being able to hunt not a lot of people know how to do that and no like, not yeah. at all you know so that's straight but i get it i mean and this is where it becomes the professor x idea and I think this is where our generation is. And I think I'll take this all the way back to the beginning of conversation, probably off camera, but it was that weird. It's like where, where the balance is, where the generation of the past and the generation of the future and we're like in the transition point, you know what I mean? And so yeah, we're kind of, that's we're, our world. Yeah. Cause like, I think like kids now are super smart on one thing, right? 
kind of reversing it back. They're super smart on one thing, but if you ever talk to some kids, it's like, you guys don't know other crap at all and how people can say. But what I would say about us too is like, we are more of a data, data dump generation, meaning that we do not use anything that we don't need at the time. Mm. When we need to use it, like, you, it, like just say, you, you know, you said, oh, I don't know how to kill uh, a, a, or a cow, right? Or butcher a cow. But I bet you, you know, I mean, meaning if you had to act this, if you were in a situation you had to, you will look it up. You'll do the research. You'll True. figure it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When need be, you'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. But until then, we don't need that, you know? Mm. Mm. And then, see, so this is where, now to the Matrix themes and the multiverse themes, our dependency and coexistence, I think, at this point with technology, it seems like a a bond that cannot be, you know, broken. It seems like this is going forward. This is the relationship that humans will have with, you know, technology. Whereas the generations not too long ago within our living time to some degree, it wasn't so much like that. So seeing that is fascinating because I don't really see a world going forward where people are going to feel comfortable without it. And that's where it's like, well, where are we going? I have one girl and she like, at first, it sounds stupid, mm. but maybe. But I have to give her credit; she was smarter than, than me, right? She said, "Technology is anything that's moving forward, right? Mm. That pushes a, a thing forward. Like every every group had some form of technology or advancement, right? When we look at technology as actual tech tech, but when you look at technology, it's anything that moves something forward. So at first, you had the bow and arrow, and then someone created." A gun. Mm. That's advancement in, you know, hunting technology in a way. You know, now I get that people would say that's just a thing. With how she looked at, it, I was like, wow, that that doesn't sound what I would think what tech is. But it's truth. Everything kind of grows on it, and is considered an advancement. You know, mm. so like I think that where we're at, we're definitely uh, we geared heavily on like electronic technology you know what I'm saying, to get us through the day and um, make our lives easier. See, when it's advancement, where are we advancing to? Because I don't know where that's we're going. A, that, well, that's a, that's a great question. I don't know. I mean, you know, you can, you, like, <laughs> like, you can be advancing, you can be, you can be advancing forward or advancing backwards, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds like, I'm like, like where are we advancing to, say, but... to? If someone knows that we're advancing, whoever knows that we're advancing knows also what we're advancing to. That's what I'm going to assume. But the question is, who knows where we're advancing to is the question. And that's what's strange. Well, because not collectively, where are we uh, heading? Necessarily, I was, was going to say not necessarily because you advance in certain things, but you just kept going, right? Like in life, you mm-hmm. advance in age, you advance in knowledge, and you just sometimes you don't necessarily know where you're going. It is best to have a plan to know where you want to go, mm. right? Because then you're more likely to get there. But for most of life, for at least the mid twenties or so, right? Mm. You know, we were well, we were just moving forward and trying to figure out where we wanted to go. So we were advancing forward, right? Mm. So some dips, but you kept pushing forward. And then that's like the matrix. Why do you keep fighting? Because I choose to.
<laughs> like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like the human condition. It's back to this interesting, you know, thing we always come across when we talk, you know, philosophical like this and spiritual, all stuff like that. It is like, what is the experience? You know, are we in charge? Is it predetermined? It's always those interesting questions. And now when we bring in, you know, the tech form, and then we see, you know, how life has kind of gotten to this point. You're like, yo, this is, where are we advancing to? You know, and you talk yeah. to Professor X world and I'm like, interesting how he becomes, you know, the one of the, you know, that character that is all of the mind. And you said like, it's it's a weird hidden clue in, in some comic. Like, yeah, this is some weird magic to control your world is through the mind. At least that's how I see it. Because Professor X, when he gets in the layer, all of a sudden he's doing some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so he's maybe, you know, for like the Matrix. He's like, yo, when I go here, I'm going into different realities. My mind is, you know, is can be everywhere. I was like, yo, what? Did fool, this fool just do the Matrix on us? Like he tapped in from some cerebral praise and then from Cerebrus. It was like, yo, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to read minds. And I was like, this fool is telling the secret of life all minds at one time like throughout the world like when he like like but that's philosophical in itself that's hella philosophical right right? all one like this is all we're all of one mind like you know whatever that is stop him unless it was magneto that had the the thing that deflects his mind or whatever and that's interesting why magnets well, well, no, it was more, it was just more the, they, they said it was like the helmet that he wore was the design and how it reflects psychic powers or whatever. I would I say magnets is probably that because Magneto, probably. Man, come on, man. Magneto, it's hidden because think about this. How many times do you ever hear about <clears throat> magnet history, magnet information? Um, Not often, but I do know that because of, because of how information is tra- transferred right now, yeah. right? It's either light or electricity based right so it's like one's in, it's on and off right yeah so you know you're like like fiber optics you're transmitting information that turns into digital code into to ones and off on and off but a lot of it you still need electricity and electricity is in what magnets right you Boom. you you charge you charge you charge a a metal rod but i forgot what type of metal it has to be in order for it to be um conductive or what's the proper term i'm saying it wrong because i should have known because it was something uh uh when i went to school for electricity but that was many years ago electricity but what, what it was is like uh inductive inductive so it can be inducted right mm-hmm. and then that, that can hold a, a a charge but the charge is a magnet magnetic mm-hmm. charge you know see maybe we're looking at this wrong maybe professor x is the villain and magneto is the hero I mean, yeah. I mean, it, every every. So that's the funny thing because every villain thinks they're a hero in their own world, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've always wanted to, like I've, I think they have already done this story, and, and it's funny because it coincides with certain things you haven't heard. But I always wanted to do a story where, where like if I was a director, I wanted to do a Joker movie, mm-hmm. where in his mind, how he sees himself is he's the villain, mm-hmm. and he's trying to free everybody from Batman's control. Mm. right mm-hmm. and he's going around trying to feed somebody but he doesn't realize that he's the crazy one mm. you know yeah i want to say they hint at those ideas when they do like little vignettes and flashbacks i haven't seen the uh what's it called joaquin phoenix one but i would assume that that one i don't know if you've seen it but i would assume that one maybe 
plays a little bit into that, but I don't know how much. It plays a little bit, but I, I would love to see it where it's like he's literally like he looks like a normal person to him, and uh, the whole all the whole movie is he's seeing something, but the, he's like he's he sees his life as normal, right? Mm-hmm. And the people who come at him are the weird demonic one. And there's this like demon that's Batman, right? And he sees mm-hmm. Batman and his demons like trying to trying to stop him from controlling all these other people. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, it like he, he doesn't know, but in the end it just flips it and he's like, nah, he's been the crazy one the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a very interesting perspective because you can make the argument for like what you said earlier about villains thinking they're heroes because they are doing something in you know think in their belief and they just happen to have you know their following but at the same time you can make the argument for you know the heroes in a lot of stories it's they become this weird anti-hero situation or you know vigilante you know what i mean like oh you're taking the law into your hands and power and you know shit like that that's always the the talking point with you know superheroes uh to varying degrees is you know their uh, capacity to go rogue and oh they don't follow we have to go through them it's, it's an interesting complex in that in that way but but then every villain it's like damn like especially the one that i remember a lot of people always thinking like the thanos one is like well i mean even it made sense I was yeah like, everybody well, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay i mean it's in every true. marvel movie right now the the joke is uh thanos was right is a, is a, yeah. a joke right because like one show was talking about how there was people prospering because there was more for them, right? They're rebuilding during that time when people were gone and then there was more for them. And now when people came back, they're like, we don't have enough resource or whatever. Now my home is no longer my home, even though you've been gone for five years. How do I go about this? You weren't here. Mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. I took care of this house. This is my house now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and then Thanos was right, you know? But then there's other there's other movies that show that showcase why Thanos was right a little bit, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it on the podcast until someone watches it or you know well I guess it doesn't matter I guess yeah, fucking spoiler time, alert go ahead yeah I don't care it's, <laughs> yeah it's been out more than a month it's if, fucking if entertainment yeah yeah if you haven't seen it by now then yeah. then you really didn't want to see it yeah. um, on Eternals right on the Eternal movie actually I'll stop because my roommate hasn't seen it so I'll stop. <laughs> I'll tell it later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's certain things on on these movies. Speaking of movies, did you see the Spider Man? Not yet, but I've been hearing it's like the fucking top five grossing movie of all time and shit. That good? Oh, uh, that the weekend it was second for the the top grossing. In a, did you in watch a, it already? A, like a weekend? Oh yeah, I watched it twice. Yeah. That good, huh? You're right. Um. When I seen it the first time, I felt like it was almost a, uh, it was close to near perfect movie for me, right? And oh. and and a lot of beats of a lot of like there's there's missteps at the beginning. There, there's things that's like it feels slow, but then there's certain things that happen throughout the movie where it's just like uh, it catches you emotionally. It catches you. It, it catches you emotionally a lot, but also it everybody says other, everybody's saying that. Yeah, because there's certain things that happen throughout the movie and and, and um re- redemption things like that, just like shit. Okay, so Spider Man goes down as the best Marvel movie owned by Sony, I, like um owned by Sony, uh, owned by Marvel, like, owned by Sony, owned by Marvel because Marvel still owns Spider Man in different oh, rights, but not in Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is it the best Marvel man? 
like there are certain movies that I like more, and it's not not as perfect. I just like it more. Okay. Like okay. I I I love uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Mm. The espionage to like at that time how it felt and how it it, it was super dope. Uh, I love Iron Man because at the beginning you never felt that way about a Marvel movie or a superhero movie at the time, right? The only other one that was that good or maybe better was like the Batman movies. But at that's what I'm time, saying. Like, do you think that this Spider-Man is better? I think the Batman movies are probably like top, top for sure. Those are like rewatchable type shows. The, the Christian Bale, the, the, like, yeah, the, the the Batman movies were were dope in a more storytelling. Like, how can I say it? those were movies starring comic characters mm. these are comic movies there's a uh, difference in that i get what you're saying there's a little you, more you, of a you, you know, science science the, fiction type feel to the, it the, sci-fi the, sci-fi the yeah, gran- yeah the grandioso without being a super yeah, corny movie, cheesy yeah corny yeah you know like yeah. it's like right it at the tip it, but it's, it's like this is the yeah, most it's, it's like, it could be this is a movie this is a movie more designed for people who have read comics and it aligns with stuff like that you know yeah um, I but I do think that 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 Batman si- series is one of the greatest series of of all time. You know, all time. Granted, like people people may not like Christian Bale, but like you know the, the performance of Joker was great. All this mm. other stuff. That's what um, like for me, the Spider Man movie maybe because there's some nostalgia in the in the the uh, villains. Mm. It uh it feels complete mm. over the the eight movies i'll put it that way without mm. like giving too much away until you watch it you know? advancing is so to speak advancing it's advancing it it, it like so it, it it completes a certain arc right of the this this the the spider-man movies we've seen because the villains or whatever right yeah but then it, it leaves enough to allow you to move forward Mm. on a new arc with this, this character you know what okay. I'm okay spider-man is one of those household classic names you know that's one of the oldest brands you know what i mean i was looking i was looking it up other than the uh andrew garfield spider-man's right yes most spider-man movies had a 90 percent or higher for like ratings of the movies right yeah the highest one is spider-man into the spider-verse and uh, I would say when I watched that movie, it blew me away visually, mm. story wise, mm. emotionally. I was like, that Spider Man to Spider Verse is still one of my favorites. I don't want to put that in the same category of a live action film, though. There's certain there's certain things that you can that that uh, animation can get away with, and you and you and it feels good, opposed to live action certain things in live action when you see it and the physics don't look right even within it 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 throws it off while comics can get away with that you know yeah they could suspend disbelief it's like a redone version of like you know movies from back in the days they were all like that you can suspend disbelief for a little bit like yeah that looks right looks pretty good yeah they do a pretty good job i mean but they do a bang up job who would ever thought that we'd get to this point where all this shit would just be fucking movies now and tv shows and shit yeah. Dude, like you yeah. said x-men and it, and it's x-men running, was dope and it's yeah and now oh, it's like, the yo. first x-men right the first x-men was cool i was like cool but then i remember seeing this when spider-man came out with toby mcguire i was thinking like and i watched that and i was like this is the first movie 
that I felt like was like comic book. And then many years later, right? Six years later, you have Iron Man. And I was like, that that one blew me away. Now, I, I put Iron Man up there as one of the top Marvels just because of the beginning, how it felt. It felt so solid in itself. It felt it felt believable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It felt so, it felt grounded and believable to a certain point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy, like how how good that that movie is. Robert Downey Jr. I mean, shit, that motherfucker played that shit very well. And that's not even his best role, in my opinion. You know, his best role is to me. Not even close. Which one? Kurt Lazarus on 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 Tropic Thunder. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is hey, that, like hey. yo, how he played that role is like. I ain't even mad at that. From from an acting from an acting standpoint, like that is like that role because like and how he did everything. Like still to this day, I watch it up in tears. Like just little stuff and him playing a black, like even playing a black character. I'm watching. I was like, yo, man, he did eat your best. (laughs) Like the certain things he did, man. I mean, he he was was the talking point. He was the main dude to everybody talked about, and he was willing to put that on his back, right? Like that 2008 year. Was the year that Robert Downey Jr. like regained his power of an actor? Yeah. He had a lot of like, and it's actually funny because when you think about Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr., they literally are kind of like the same person. Like, not that they, yeah, <laughs> got, like Robert, uh, if you know about Iron Man and alcoholism and all that other stuff, the rise and yep. fall of Iron Man, mm-hmm. the prodigal son, because Robert Downey Jr.'s father was an actor. Mm-hmm. It's like. It was, it's kind of like this little this movie mirrored him. He is Iron Man, and it's not to sit there and and like I get you want to walk away from an image and thing, but it's like you really look at it and and the the sides of who you were and every acting film before that you like I remember him. The first movie I remember him in for me was Weird Science. Wow, uh, Smart yeah. Alec. Yeah, well, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that weird. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Right, yeah. and they were trying to, they were trying to create themselves a, a hot chick. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, that's old school shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Old school. One of my favorites, man. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. It's life imitates art, art imitating life. That sounds like man. That is, I mean, movies in general. That's already a strange thing. I'm pretty sure we've covered this topic to some degree, but essentially you pretend to be somebody else, and then you know the method acting motherfuckers is like, oh, I'm this person for three years, like. Huh, strange. And then Dave Chappelle said it like or some shit. He was like, "Motherfucker, I don't even know my own feelings. How the fuck are you somebody else and you tap into their feelings? Like, what is yeah. that about? Like, yeah. how do you do that? This is a made-up person, and you could relate to who they are. I can't even relate to myself. Like, what is what? That's insane. And this the idea of acting. I'm not saying it's just it's a strange thing. Like, especially them them what? like high level quote unquote acting, yeah, which yeah, is the. Method actors supposedly they go so deep into a character that they have to take time off to regain themselves. Like, like supposedly there's one that said Michael B. Jordan when he was playing Killmonger was so emotionally draining that he had to he had to like he fell into a slight depression supposedly because he was trying like the the rage or whatever and trying to play that for so long, you know. And but the one obviously that stands out is Heath Ledger, like. You know, like literally being around it so much that he kind of drove himself crazy. At least that's what it seems to be. That's what it seems the story to be, right? That he went so deep into it. 
I mean, the bat, the bat, these themes that we talk about, you know, bad, good, all that shit, but the Batman Joker for, for particular, you know, thing is just the dynamic of who the people are. Cause we've seen this version of Batman and Joker counting all the way back to the black and white days. You know what I'm saying? When it was, you know, that show to the comic books, just the theme yeah. and how to see its association with the people that have played them and who those people have become. It's one of those benchmark roles, like, you know, like how, uh, whatever high theater would be back in the days, like oh Romeo and Juliet, who's playing Romeo? You know, like it's kind of like that. It's like oh who's playing Batman? Yeah. Oh who's playing Joker? And it's always you know this. It's almost considered like uh, not high acting, but just for whatever reason, it's just always interesting because the stories that are tied in and the Heath Ledger one comes to mind, obviously. But there's always been you know different Jokers. Obviously Jared Leto being the other opposite. I don't know how many people watch that one, but he's a you know serious actor jack nicholson you know that's a classic one during the you know uh what's that called uh you know, the michael the keaton most, years michael keaton. Ma- michael keaton you know yeah. he's one of the most notorious uh jokers who mark hamill what year was that mark hamill he's the voice acting of joker in most video games and tv shows mark hamill is Luke oh Skywalker. man damn how deep is that he is also Darth Vader. <laughs> well, I mean, well, not no, no, no. He's not Darth Vader. Luke Skywalker. But, but I mean, uh, just in the theory that, oh yeah, the dude that plays, because you know, you don't associate him with anybody else. Like it's not like, hey, this guy is only this guy. Wait, what? He's Joker's voice. He's a joke. Yeah, he's been Joker's voice since I think maybe the cartoon, the Batman from cartoon. But he's been Joker's voice for a very long time. See? So and playing two sides of the, the tape. It's funny, even though he's just an actor, but it's like, yeah, it's interesting. You just happen to play one of, of a, the greatest hell of a voice actor. Come yeah, on, like, man. You would you would have never thought like when I go back and I watch Star Wars, right? And you love the Star Wars. I don't know if he was a great actor at that time, you know what I'm saying? But he'd grown into a great voice actor and he does so many different things. It's like like I remember I was when I well, and that's obviously hindsight to say that I watch it, I'm like, ah, he was he was okay, and I used to feel like certain acting back then wasn't as good, right? Mm-hmm. There are certain movies that stand out. Like, I think when we hit the 80s is when there's movies that are old, but almost some cheesy, but some still hold up. Like, I think Back to the Future holds up as an entertaining movie. Yeah. I think that Coming to America holds up. Mm-hmm. A lot of Eddie Murphy, well, not a lot. Like, uh, uh, I think Coming to America, I think Trading Places hold up. Uh, Back to the Future holds up. What's another one? Karate Kid One, even as bad it was, as it was, holds oh, up as a as amazing. A movie, you know what I'm saying? Amazing. You know, way better than than two. Like two was more exciting when I was a kid, but then when I got older, like for some reason, one stands out more. Oh, it's uh, I I felt like Ninja Turtles One was one of the best ones Ooh-wee. because the grit, the grit, and everything to it, and the and the. And how, and how I was kind of grounded, you know? So good. So good. Like, better... Like, I get why people love Secret of the Ooze, right? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people love the Flash and the whatever. It was more colorful. It was more flashy, right? Uh, yeah. But I always felt like, like Ninja Turtles 1 was grittier, more grounded. And, it was more like the comic book, for sure. The comic book's fucking violent. The original comic book, which was yeah. violent. Yeah, most people don't know that. Yeah. Well, the second one was more like the, the cartoon, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, you know, which is cool I, too because it's dope. It's still dope. Well, the way. cartoon is what I was what I loved, but then when I went and saw it, I was like, and Raphael said, "Damn!" I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, is that a bad word? Uh, I know. Like, oh, Raph is the movie. bad boy. 
or or even or, or even what I have in my background right now. Home Alone oh, yeah. One stands the test of time, man. Hey, that's I mean, maybe think not about two. Not yeah, maybe not no, two. No, two no, is no. great, but yeah. but actually, when you go and listen, two is good though. Two is two good. Is good. <laughs> two is good. Definitely different because it started to make uh more of those like little cheesy sounds on everything, you know. Yeah. Because I literally watched yeah. them back to back, and I started to notice like you know the first one and had that song, but then like. Not everything had the like when you watch two and you actually listen to the sound effects they had, they had all those cheesy sounds added to it to add yeah. effect and laugh. Yeah. You know? A little more doctored up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Although there are certain things that are great in that, you know, like outstanding. I mean yeah. Bandits. Yeah. There I mean it's it's a good it's my thinking was this because I was thinking about the music side of it. But for this movie to be as a hey, this is something you got to watch during the holidays. Once you made it to that status, that's like Hall of Fame shit. You know what I mean? Especially in the movies, because the only other one that people kind of watch is Christmas Story. Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon, Die, Hard. Die, Die Hard's considered a five. I I put Coming to America in there personally, but that's just me. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Was it during Christmas? No. Uh, well, it? it was. Oh, it was just a movie like a family. Oh no, it was. No, it was because it was, at the end, at the end, you know, when Daryl came in and you know, fucking the sister was like, "Oh, I could go change into thing." It was at that time because they were getting gifts, I think, and there was presents, I think, at that time. And McDowell's, they had a Christmas party, right? That's where Daryl. Yeah, they did. And Lisa. So, so, do, yo, let's do a promotion for Boom. for Coming to America Christmas movie. Oh, I mean, but that's what I'm saying though. So to get on that pantheon though, for Home Alone to do it, because on the music side, I was thinking Mariah is one of the greatest because her one of her songs is. You can play it at Christmas every, every year now. Yeah, once 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 Thanksgiving passed, it's straight Mariah season. That's what I'm saying. Crazy as she is, she is goat status. Once you hit some holiday shit, because then that yeah, means you, you, you are you, forever cemented. Doesn't matter what happens to all your right. other shit, uh, all your it's, other great that, music. It's that you're in. Yeah, is that or it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas? Yeah, well, I mean. Name me other whoever made that song, whoever is fa- famous for that. What's his other songs? I, I don't know, but I would say this Mariah Carey is going to be that yep. for the rest of like from here on eternity, out. eternity. Be that, yeah, eternity. This uh, is going to be my buggers 93 years from 93 now, till infinity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. Truth, truth. If you get on the holiday wagon with anything home alone being one of them macaulay culkin was like man i ain't never got to work a day in my life after this shit (laughs) the residuals come on on. every year that check is a -A p-h-a-t farms boom real right oh man you know what i'm saying google me he he looked at people like google me and dude there's joe pesci come on man Joe Pesci looks terrible now, but still classic, man. Hey, but I mean, you at know? that time though, you're talking about if you're you go back in that, his acting that career, was out of his, is, that was out of his that was out of his norm, right? Two on, movies man. that were out of his norm, right? Oh, so good. I mean, he was still kind of a a, a gangster type of person in, yeah. in yeah. Home Alone, but it was more a comedic role, right? I mean, mm. even though I think a lot of his movies he was angry, but it was comedic because it was just how angry he was. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Oh, what, right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so you had that. You had uh, what is it? Um, the one where he's uh, the landlord. What was it? Landlord. Was it superintendent? Uh, intendant? Um, 
who's the co-star on it? It was him and a, a, a younger black kid for a while, but he was one where where he had to live into the he had to live into the um he was like a slumlord or whatever where he had to live in the bad apartment that was like roach infested, rat infested, and he had to fix it up if he didn't. And people so their their uh their their sentence to him was that he had to live in his um live in his area for about a, a month or so, you know, to see how people felt, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one yeah. and one of the major things like. It worked before you broke it. That was one of the, but you have that and you have my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Oh yes, that's that. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Marissa Tomei almost got a. I think she got best supporting actor for that or something. Hey, shouts out Marissa Tomei. Mm. Yo, mm. that's still Marissa mm. to- Tobey. You know she bay all day. Oh, hey, she <laughs> slept on. Hey, she's one of them OGs, old school like eighties, uh, nineties. Uh, you know, like things. She's along with uh. But she holds up, though. I mean, like, it's like... Oh, yeah, even still, today, like, yeah. Like, it's like, Marissa Tomei is just beautiful. Slept on. My, probably why I love Italian girls slightly, you know? I love mm. girls, girls, girls. Girls, mm. I, just, I do adore. Mm. 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 Yeah, no, that 90s shit's uh, for real. The, a lot of magic happening, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, from, from about the mid-80s to 90s, it's just, like, a lot of magic. Like, but see, like, does... Yeah. You know, like, you got, you got, you got, um, you got... You got what, what was it? Sorry, I just Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh shit! Yeah, see, those are one of them weird like cult classics too. Cult classics. You know, he was using the internet before the internet was even out. Or How was it out already? School? It was. I mean, it most likely was because the military was using it as something else. But still, oh, it was on. Facts, it was on facts. video. It was on video, right? And it was like. How was he able to control the computer oh, logging in? You know, he said, he said, my parents got, I wanted this for Christmas. My parents got me a computer. The internet at that time was unheard of. We didn't even know what it was, but he was getting into that, you know? What year was that? That was like 80. I want to say it was 80. Ooh, I could be wrong. Cause it was 85. Because yeah, there's a lot of movies in 85 that came out where you're like, what? Like, I didn't know this was 85. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Um, I'm telling you, because that computer shit was made around that time, or at least 86. Released. There we go. 86. I keep thinking that was like 1988 or something like that. Nah, you know? man. That's what I'm saying. Like, computers were only the information or the idea of them was released to the public around that time. I want to say like 82, maybe. Like, where it was actually this like, oh, yeah, this is a Ed, thing. This is Ed Rooney. And that girl that he dated was fine as heck at that time. Hey, which and one? Then he had. Ben Stein, the one, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that, yeah, 